everybody, and welcome to our I've Decided podcast. I'm Kim Martin, founder of I've Decided, and we are going to be talking about our weekly winning word this week. This is the week of the 4th of July, Independence Day. We celebrate America's birthday, and um, you know, I know I, for one, I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. I am so thankful and so grateful to live here in America and for all of the gallant, brave men and women who have stood for our independence and fought for that. So um, I know, Greg, you feel the same way, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, seeing the American flag flying all over, you know, it just kind of brings that heartwarming, you know, proud, you know, brave, you know, gallant feeling. And uh, yeah, I I have the same uh, feeling you have. Absolutely. So uh, I think it's just so funny that our word this week is galleon. It just fell Mm -hmm. perfectly into this holiday week. And so I am excited to have my guest here with me, Greg Eberly. Hi, Greg. Hey, how are (laughs) you? Great. And there's good reason for you to be here because (laughs) this word fits what you do very well also. So Greg, you're the manager out at Hopedale Wellness Center. And, but you also are very involved with the Special Olympics. And so when we talk about uh, Gallant, the definition of Gallant, actually, I want to tell you guys, it's showing courage Mm -hmm. or being very brave. So courageous and brave. That's what the word Gallant means. So, you know, one of the things I talk about in the weekly winning article that I send out to all of our members, Greg, Mm -hmm. is that, you know, fear Mm -hmm. is the biggest thief of our goals and dreams. Absolutely. And it can, it has a good purpose, but it also can feed us false information and cause us to make decisions that maybe we shouldn't make out of fear. And so obviously I didn't even realize this, but you were sharing the motto for the Special Olympics. Um, So I want you to share that, but I just want to kind of hand the floor over to you a little bit and Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do out at the Hopedale uh, Wellness Center and also the Special Olympics, like, and share that motto that you guys have, because it fits so perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, thanks for having me here and everything. Um, no, I am the manager of the Hopedale Wellness Center out at the Hopedale Medical Complex. I've been there for about 14 years. Um, I'm an athletic trainer uh, by, you know, by profession, and I've been doing this for 30 years. Um, you know, I deal with a lot of young athletes. I deal with a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, active adults, um, you know, in my workplace. Um, and then with Special Olympics, it's, it, it's something that I've been involved with for 14 years. Wow. Um, it all started with giving a donation in a boot that looked like a foot. And next thing you know, here I am leading our medical team for the state of Illinois. Wow. Um, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey and that I'm continuing to uh, move forward on. And it's, uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, your, your topic today, you know, gallant, you know, gallant. Gallant, um, in that word, you know, it encompasses everything that we do, you know, out at Hopedale, um, being brave, being courageous, you know, you know, as, as everybody did, you know, during the COVID, you know, times, you know, we saw a lot of brave young men and women, you know, step up to the plate. You know, we see that in our, in our playing fields with our young high school athletes, you know, being brave, you know, being courageous, you know, stepping outside of those comfort zones, being able to, you know, do things that they never thought they can do. But, you know, working with Special Olympics, you know, that is a, you know, it's, it's a very, it holds a special place in my heart. 
Um, you know, I, like I said, I've been doing that, do it, working with special English for about 14 years. And when I read uh, your article, you know, I couldn't help but think of the model, you know, for special Olympics, which is, you know, let me win. But if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Isn't that awesome? And that, and that, that, when you hear that spoken with thousands and thousands of athletes at one time in an arena, it just, you know, it, it, it makes you pause, you know, and appreciate the environment that you're in and who you're serving, you know, and who you serve outside of that environment. You know, yeah. how can we as individuals be brave in our attempt to do anything that we want to do? You know, but when you, but as you stated before, that fear factor, yes. you know, and that, you know, you know, being able to work through your fears to become brave and courageous, that's no easy task. No. That's no easy task. And I think that's, a, I think that is a topic that everybody fights each and every single day, you know, especially in our world today. It's not an easy world right now and it's tough, mm. you know. So, you know, you, you know, being able to be courageous. Just to walk out of our just door. Just to walk out of our door. Today takes, exactly. you know, takes courage. Oh, absolutely. You have to have courage. But you know what? The You know, courage is all about your mindset mm -hmm. and everything, you know, because your mind will tell you stories yeah. and stories and stories. You know what? And, you know, what you the stories that you believe are the stories that you're going to live. And, you know, you got to be careful because you're, the, the human mind is a very, very, very complex thing. And it will tell you a lot, a lot of stories, you know, and it's the ones that you believe are the ones that you're going to live. And, you know, I think, you know, everything from the Special Olympics to, you know, our athletes at the high schools to our patients in the hospital, you see how it all, you know, integrates into our society. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's, it, it's a barrier, but yet it's, you know, something that we need to continue to work towards because that's how we're going to thrive in today's world. And we got to continue to educate people. And that's why we do this. You yes. know, that's why we're here at I've decided is to help people recognize their mindset and how your brain really does work. Absolutely. And I think for so long, you know, our brain is designed to, to keep mm -hmm. us alive, right? Absolutely. That's what its job is, 100%. to keep us alive and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so anything that would interfere with that, mm -hmm. that your brain would think would harm you or mm -hmm. make you uncomfortable, it's going to work against you. Absolutely. And it's, but here's the kicker. It's based on what you know. It's mm -hmm. based on your life experiences mm -hmm. and it's based on what's been told mm -hmm. to you. Absolutely. So it's been programmed and some of that information is good and real and true quality information. Absolutely. But there's a lot of that information that is not true. Right. That you've got to really work at figuring out what is that, like exactly what you said, what am I going to believe? Right. What is the truth here? Well, and I think, what, and when you talk about belief, I think it's your resources of life. Where are you, where are you getting your information from? You know, are you, are you reading a book? you know, that in, you know, a historical book, or, or are you looking at things on social media? You know, what are you believing? What are you seeing? What are you feeding your mind on yes. a constant basis? Because, you know, persistence and consistence in any kind of uh, input is going to be impactful. And that's going, and I believe that that's going to chart your course of actions, you know, what you're going to believe, what you're going to see, what you're going to hear and everything. So I think it's all habitual. Mm. I think I think there's a I think developing good habits. That's one thing we teach in our with our young athletes. 
good habits and how habits, you know, seem to work together in order to create good decisions. For example, I use ten, we have 10 rules with, with some of the athletes that I train. Um, <clears throat> first one here, number one rule is focus. What are you focused on? Are you focused on the violence? Are you focused on love? Are you focused on your performance? Are you what do you focus on? Because mm. what are your whatever your focus your brain is focused on consciously or subconsciously, that is where your behaviors are going to turn towards and everything. So, looking at that focus, you know, and then you then then as we go through those you know the ten rules, you know, I'm not going to get deep into it because it's a very it, we go very deep into it, but. It goes. Well, all, you'll have all, to come back another I will. podcast, and you'll we'll have to tune in and learn Absolutely. all those ten rules. <laughs> but our ten rules, they follow. They they follow suit with sure. each other, you know. And we go, you know. And they, our first rule goes to our tenth rule, which is our golden golden rule: is never quit. Right. No matter what, never. you know what. And that tenth rule falls in number. Always be uncomfortable. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable is how you grow. Yes, I know. <laughs> and we're struggling with that in our society today. Absolutely. No, I, okay. That's a total label. I was going to say nobody. <laughs> Some people do, but, but we're starting the percentage of people who want to push themselves outside of their comfort zones, who want to be uncomfortable is getting less and less. That's right. Um, there's a, there's a large percentage of people who are saying, no, I don't like that. Right. No, that makes me mm -hmm. feel weird. No, I don't want to do that. Right. I, you know, and, and it's like, it, it, we, there's no growth there. You're you're no. just going to stay stagnant and mm -hmm. not become the best version of yourself. And and we can't have that. We just can't no. have that because we were designed to continue to grow from the moment we take our first breath as babies until the day mm -hmm. we take our last breath, which hopefully at at least a hundred. <laughs> but <laughs> right. you know, obviously we don't all get there. But till the day we take our last breath, we have to constantly be striving to grow and be mm -hmm. better. But I think people I think people are satisfied, you know, and in order and I don't and I think that, you know, there's been a lot of good and a lot of bad. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to work for what you want. You know, I think we've gotten into a, into a, uh, a mindset that we're owed something. And really, we're old nothing, right. you know. We're, you know, if we got what we, <laughs> I mean, if we, I always say, if I got what I deserved, right. I wouldn't even be sitting here right. today. It would be terrible. And 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 I think I think working hard for what you want and everything, you know, that's your reward. You know, just you know, me personally, you know, something just handed to me. You know, if I don't feel like I work, then then you know what, that's that's great. I appreciate that, but you know what. The reward of your hard work, right? You know that. I mean, that's a very deep, you know, uh, feeling that that one has, right? You know, and it's funny. I, I always say I can't play the lottery. You can't. If I win, what am I going to work toward? You know, it's right. like I don't want to just win the lottery. I want to have that money. <laughs> well, absolutely, we all but do. Absolutely, I, right? But I want to work for it. Oh, right? absolutely. I want to. I want to earn it and feel like I did it. You know, we did it. Absolutely. A, but well, you know it's what? the same kind of concept, though, right? It's absolutely. like going out there buying that lottery ticket, praying, "Please, Lord, let me win." And it's like, absolutely. Where's the effort? You know, where's that work ethic? Well. Not that there's anything wrong no. with giving a lottery ticket as a gift. Um, absolutely. Now, and in the Christmas stockings. I, I'm not going to give it back. <laughs> but you we know, like to do that. Absolutely. But to just, you know, to put your hope in that kind of stuff. That's, sure. 
you know. Well, I think I, I think I think hard work creates growth. Yes. It creates personal growth mm-hmm. and everything. You know, when I think when you talk about fulfillment, mm. fulfillment is growth in what you do, service to others, you know, yeah. know um, and not in being uh, unselfish, you know, in your actions, you know, and I think when you look at, you know, all these people who put forth their time, their volunteerism, um, you know, giving back. Yeah, that's fulfillment and everything and that and that's a huge part of our you know society is you know where am i looking for my fulfillment where am Mm -hmm. i going to be fulfilled and everything and i think fear holds people back from fulfillment oh a hundred percent we're gonna the good news is is that we can overcome these fears if Mm -hmm. we're intentional we can so again i want to recognize that fear isn't necessarily a bad thing no it's not it is a real emotion okay fear Mm -hmm. is a real emotion you know that it your brain triggers fear if a bear is chasing you and you need to run for uh your life run for your life from the bear, that's a good fear. Mm. Or maybe you're thinking about doing something that could harm yourself, you know, uh, something super dangerous or crazy. Mm -hmm. And your brain's going, no, 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 no. People died from doing this. You know, those are, that's what fear is designed for. It's not a bad emotion. No, Fear is not a bad emotion. I want to be very clear about that. The, The problem with fear is that it can be a liar. Fear can be a liar because mm-hmm. it's Absolutely. it's it forms based on experiences and based on what's been fed to you. So if you've mm-hmm. been told something that's not 100 percent true and I gave an example in the article mm-hmm. and I talked about, OK, so let's say your parents, when you mm-hmm. were little, they took they tried their shot at opening their own business. Mm-hmm. They invested their life savings into opening their own business and it completely failed and they lost everything. Right. So from the time you've been a little child, all you've heard is something negative about opening your own business. Mm-hmm. And your parents are going, no, don't do that. You need to get a job. You need to work. You need to get paid, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, you're fast forward, you're an adult mm-hmm. and you have an opportunity to open your own business that could be very lucrative for you. And it fits exactly into what your goals <clears throat> are, what your dreams are, what you've always okay. wanted to do. But what happens? The fear pops in and start saying, no, 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 no. You're going to lose everything that you have. This is a bad idea because that was your parents' experience, right? Mm -hmm, Because it's all you heard. It's all you heard. It's all you heard. Your your brain was programmed to hear that. And so your actions are coming from what that persistent and consistent type uh, message that you were always hearing you know, now it plays in that fear factor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we have to start to recognize what those are that comes up. And that's just one example it could be so sure, many, you know, and we, you know, we are our parents' children. As, as I sit here and listen to you talking about living a life of service and giving mm-hmm. back, I, I, I know your parents will listen to this podcast. <laughs> I happen to know your parents um, and they're awesome and they are serve, they give back and they serve. Mm-hmm. And just it's this it's cyclical, right? What you hear, what you learn, your parents teach you, you see them doing it. Here you are serving on the Special Olympics and other areas as well. But, you know, that's just something that's been programmed into your mind, although that's a good thing to be programmed into your mind. (laughs) Absolutely. It's another example of how things get programmed into our mind. But if someone doesn't have that, they might not see volunteerism or or Mm -hmm. giving back as the big deal that it is because they haven't had that but anyway just but another example i think that i think that's where you you know when you get back to that work and that service it's putting yourself out in front of others 
gaining those experiences, those positive experiences, going out and doing things you would not normally do. Right. Did I ever th- did did I ever think that I would be in a position I am, you know, working with the Special Olympics, you know, at the level that I am right now? Not a chance. But you know what? I put myself out there and I said yes, you know. And what, what, what was it easy? No, because the the task that we were asked to do, you know, there's a there's a heavy responsibility to that. But you know what? It's you 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 move forward with it. You gain those experiences. You network with people. Networking with people and and talking to people that have done this before can mm-hmm. give you their experiences. You learn from that. You t- I, I call it putting tools in the toolbox. Yeah. You know, you pull tools from every person you talk to, and you put it in your own toolbox. And how you do, how you arrange your tools, you know, to be able to utilize them the best way possible. That's that's kind of the the, the way that you know I I see things and everything because it's like I I'm not tons of people. I'll give you an example. You know, some of my, my greatest mentors and people I learned from. My first person, Pete Vanakin. I worked for Pete Vanakin as a clubhouse manager for many years with the Peoria Chiefs. When I first started, I was six, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. He instilled habits yes. into me. And I'm thinking at first, I'm a, I'm a teenager. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> you know, I know some of the things, you know, you know, making sure that the clubhouses are, you know, are clean. The grass stains are out of the players' outfits. You know what? That was hard work. But you know what? That was long-lasting yes. habits. You know, other people. You know, Bruce Sowers, when I worked for the Peoria Riverman, you know, the, you know, teaching me, you know, how you have, you have to work for what you, for what you get. You should not expect anything to be given to you because he was a hardworking man and built and built, built his own life too. You know, then I, then I go back to people like Maggie Rutenbeck from the Special Olympics, which is the person that got me started in Special Olympics. Right. You know, her look, looking at her love and her passion for what she did and her caring, empathetic, sympathetic, you know, towards Special Olympics and what she does and what she has sacrificed, you know, is like, you know, that's somebody that I want to be like, you know. So you you have all these people that come come across in your life. And I'm not just saying that those three people are the only people who were impactful. Many, but like, those are just examples. Those are, those are heavy examples. But, you know, everything from family Everything from, you know, going out and just saying hi to somebody on the street, you know, might be somebody that, you know, the good Lord put in front of you for a reason, yeah. you know, that you, but you're never, ever going to get to where you need to be unless you put yourself out there. Yes. So we're going to get, we're, and the way you do that is to be more, right? Absolutely. And so the key to kicking fear to the curb, I say, is a gallant mindset. And so there are three important things that we focused on this week for our members um, that we can do to be more gallant. And we've, we've kind of covered some of these, but we want to bring it back into <laughs> a little package. So uh, you can write these down as you listen and, and take some good notes and take these uh, back with you and apply them. And the first thing is to do hard things, which mm-hmm. you've been sitting here preaching for a little while. That's mm-hmm. exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Olympics. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody gets there. Absolutely. And, you know, in Special Olympics, these are people talk about over, you know, they have to truly overcome some yes. obstacles to even learn how to do the sports that they do. And mm-hmm. the heart, you know, the hearts are so big and the and the will to want to compete and win and do the best that you can. That's that that's that's a Special Olympic athlete. I You know, it, it's heartwarming when you see go to a Special Olympic event. 
you'll see athletes supporting other athletes. You know, if somebody if somebody is struggling, you're going to see all the athletes, you know, cheering them on. You know, you know once again, you know, being brave in the attempt. Yeah, if you, you can't know, you, win, be brave. Be brave in the You know what? Have good sportsmanship, and you know what? And help others that might need that little extra help. Yeah. You know, and that that's it. it, it it's wonderful. You know, so yeah, being you know stepping out and being being able to. Uh, Step, I guess you step out of that comfort zone. Well, it's exactly what you've been saying. And it's like growth happens on the other side absolutely. of comfort zone. You know, I run. It's one of the things that I do mm -hmm. that I think is probably one of the hardest things that I do. <laughs> and it's hard. Yeah. Running is not easy. Um, and it is a very hard thing. And it was very hard for mm -hmm. me because I didn't run my whole life. I didn't right. start running until I was in my 30s. And if you'd ask me in my 20s, if I would have ever been a runner, I would laugh at you and say there I couldn't run from mm -hmm. my door to the Absolutely. the mailbox. But I started to learn and then I started to realize, wait, I this is hard, mm -hmm. but I can do it. Absolutely. This morning we went out at five o'clock and the humidity, you felt like you were swimming. Absolutely. It was like we're in Peoria, Illinois, is where we are today, um, on June fifth, and it's like a hundred degrees outside. Absolutely. And this morning was one of the most humid days we've had so mm -hmm. far this year. But you know, because I've done it enough, I know I can do it. It was hard. It was Absolutely. super hard. I thought I was going to die the whole time I was running. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure I'm about to die at any minute. Absolutely. But you keep going because you can do hard things. It's just putting yourself out it there. It is. And, I, and I'll and i tell you a personal story. And it's no surprise. I have Tourette syndrome. Okay. And everything. So, I mean, you know, and, and I laugh about it sometimes because I mean, I get the head shakes. I get, <laughs> I get the voiceo, vocal things. But you know what? Have, you know, there's a high level like anxiety that comes along with Tourette syndrome really? and everything. Okay. And, you know, I've had it all my life. I, okay. you know, I was diagnosed when I was about 18 years of age, you know, but I have not let that step in front of me being able to do things, you know, in, in this world, you know, being able to see and do things I would never, ever gotten to see or do in a lifetime. That's amazing. And you know what? And it's funny because back in the, back in the day, you know, when, when I had my older athletes, we traveled all over the United States stuff, you know, I had vocal tics. So I was called everything from R2, D2 to Dino to whatever. <laughs> you know what? I'm laughing with you. And, but but, but you know what? They, but, but, but that's a key thing. If you can't laugh at yourself, you know what? And if you put barriers up there, it, it you, you there's nothing you can do. You know, it's the way we are. You know, we it's, it's, all it's the way God, that's right. Greg. So I'm not going to, so I was like, I'm not going to let this prevent me from doing things. I put it out there. I laugh about it. It is, it is what it is. And, but you know what? I can't, you can't let that create a fear of like, well, what is he going to think about me? What's she going to think about right. me? You know, that's a lot of times when I, when I, when I do speaking presentations, I always make a joke of it. So everybody knows that if I'm, I got a head <laughs> well, twitch or something. it doesn't hold you back because it, it really it, just comes off as excitement. It, well, it, it does. <laughs> I, I mask it well. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, it, he's it, awful excited. This is oh, great. I, no, I am excited. No, I am, no, I, am, yeah. I am, I am excited, but yes, no, you know, but, 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 you know, I, yeah. I have to, I, I and, 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 and you do that because you find a way to accommodate Right. You're, you know, I, I don't. I don't call it a disability. I call it just. No. It's something I got going on with, my, with with my brain and with my body. You know, it's just. It we is try what it to is. avoid that word around that's here. Exactly you know, right. we, as you know, because your parents, yes. you have a nephew that's a part of pup. Absolutely. And we provide support to pup, and we love pup people with 
unlimited potential. And that is for uh, young adults that I like to say have special abilities. Absolutely. And because um, we, you know, if we look at disability, mm-hmm. there's not a single human being living that doesn't have Absolutely. One. And I learned that from my friend, Kurt. I don't know if you've met Kurt White. That's a part of, he's in that picture over there that okay. you can see, but he was born um, without his right arm. Mm-hmm. And then like with like a rare dwarfism and, he he does he has like a short left arm mm-hmm. and you know just some real um, challenges. Absolutely. But you know he his message is living life as a handicapable person, mm-hmm. and and that's what he talks about. He says you can see mm-hmm. my disabilities. Absolutely. But then he talks about the things that he struggled with mm-hmm. that he's overcome that were disabilities that you couldn't see. Right. Right. Like alcoholism. Right. You right. would Absolutely. you can't see that. No. Nope. We we all have. Um, something that can hold us back. We all have, whether it's extreme personality or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Tourette's, or we were born with being a little more short than someone or a little more tall than someone, or, you know, with an extra chromosome that someone else doesn't have or whatever. But we um, we all have to overcome whatever it is that's, that's pulling us that we feel as close back. We can't give into that. Right. We have to accept it, embrace it. But you know, and the biggest thing is it's a choice. Yeah. You know what? Yes. We, you know, everybody has whatever they might have, but we have to choose how we want to live. Are we going to, are we going to let things handcuff us and prevent us from moving forward? Or are we going to choose to live the best life right now and everything, you know what, and be brave in the attempt and whatever yes. that you do? You know, I see it every single day. You see it every single yes. day. Yes, doing it, hard everybody, things. Doing hard things. You know, that's how you grow as a person. That's how you grow as a community, you know, and that's, that's so important to embrace. And it's okay to do hard things. It is okay. Stop telling yourself that it's you shouldn't do hard things. But you know what it's the, a good thing to do a hard thing. But and, but the other thing you want to do with hard things, it's okay to fail. Yes. It fail, I think that's why people a lot of times yes. don't want to, the fear of failure. And and you know what? You're gonna fail more than you succeed, but you know what? You build character through failure yes. and everything because you you learn from it if you let if you let failure knock you down and keep you down then you know what then failure is winning but if you if you fail at something then you go again and you go again you and you learn it. from it and you keep it you be persistent you consistent yep. and you get after it and eventually what you're gonna you're gonna have those successes and so failure fear of failure is a big part of a lot of people's lives they're afraid to fail Mm -hmm. because they're afraid that they're going to be a failure to themselves, to others. It's, it's a perception that an individual might have, but if you don't fail, you're not growing. Failing is a good thing. Failing is a good thing. We got to stop looking at failing because if you're, if you're failing, you're trying. Absolutely. If you're failing, you're doing hard things and you're trying to do things that you're not maybe super good at right. yet, or you still need more experience. Right. So I think we look Absolutely. at failure as a bad thing and that's a whole nother topic. Oh, oh my gosh, it right. sure is. That can, yeah. that, that, that can go right down a rabbit hole. Yeah, let's don't let's, do that. Okay, Greg. let's not do that. Okay. I, yeah. I have a bad I, I have a bad habit of No, that. I love it. I'm having such a good time with you and learning and all of the insight that you're giving on this. This is great. Um, okay, so do hard things. And the second thing that um, you can work on to have a more gallant mindset is to do an evaluation. Okay, so you know the old pros and cons list, mm-hmm. right? 
really and truly when you're faced with a risky endeavor, like you're, you're at a crossroads mm -hmm. and you're, and you know, you need to make a decision and it might be something that's risky. It's like, do I do this? Do I not do mm -hmm. this? Is this, some, if, do I need mm -hmm. to move or do I not need to move? Do I need to take this new job or so? Right? right. Do I, do I take the leap of faith? It's that crossroads that we all face in all kinds mm -hmm. of situations. Do I jump? Do I take mm -hmm. the leap of faith. And if fear is trying to fill your mind, it, it will, mm -hmm. it almost will flood you will. in a situation like that. The best way you can counteract it is to truly stop mm -hmm. and do an evaluation and an assessment of the mm -hmm. whole situation, mm -hmm. write out the pros, absolutely. write out the cons. What's the, ask yourself two questions. What's the worst thing that could happen? Mm -hmm. What's the absolute worst thing that could happen? I've done this my whole life. My first job was at McDonald's. And as you say, talking about those mm -hmm. people that mentor you, um, I happened, I didn't know it at the time. I learned this. It was an interesting story how I found this out. But anyway, I had no idea at the time, but at 15 and 16 and 17 years old, I worked at McDonald's and I was trained so well. They had the best training program really I've ever seen. I, I don't know if they still do it, but it turns out I was working for one of the best franchisees within the whole McDonald's mm -hmm. organization oh, nice. who owns some McDonald's in Mobile, Alabama, where I was from. Mm -hmm. And I know, and in hindsight, I'm like, well, no wonder it was the best because <laughs> he trained at 15 years old. He trained me like I was an executive director right. or something, you know, Absolutely. I mean, like he was making molding me into the best little, you know, fast drive through tenant he could have. Absolutely. You know, I learned how to upsell. I mean, at 15 years old, I learned what an upsell was, mm -hmm. you know? And so anyway, um, he was invested. <laughs> they were invested in you to help you with, uh, you know, and I find, find that the same way is that you don't realize how much people invest in you because they see a potential in you yeah. but that, that you never, ever know until you get to yeah. an age and it's like, hey. <laughs> but the point is, I always I always say to myself, you know, the worst case scenario mm -hmm. is I, I can get a job at McDonald's. Right. I'm not going to go hungry. That's exactly I, if, if, right. At the absolute worst case scenario, if I try in this and it doesn't work out and mm -hmm. I can't earn a living, then I can go apply at McDonald's. And I'm pretty sure I have the qualifications sure. to get a job there. Absolutely. And that's the worst case scenario in my mind. So it's like, then I'm going to do it. You know, Absolutely. what is the absolute? So you ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario? Absolutely. And then the other question is, what's the best thing? Absolutely. What could be the best scenario that could come 100%. out? 100%. You know, when you talk, when you talk about evaluation, um, I think, you know, organizing your mind, your thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, once again, it comes by, I think it comes with all the, you know, the, the input that you get from others. But one of my ways that I deal with my self-evaluation is asking the power of why. Mm, yes. Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And it's going to follow up. It's going to take you to a point that you're going to get to a deeper level as why am I, why am I making these decisions and everything? And I think, if, you know, I, I like using the power of why in my, in my, per, in, my exactly. per, in my personal evaluation process, I use that because now I can, I can, I can, kind of peel away the banana, you know, right. peel away to what the true essence is as to why I'm making the decisions I'm making. And then I can make a more informed choice yes. as to which way I'm going to turn in my evaluation process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I was told this once uh, by one of my mentors, if fear is the only thing on your list, 
then that is not a good reason to not do it. Right. If fear is the only thing holding you back from making the decision, mm -hmm. you should always go for it. Absolutely. And I just got chills when I said that. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I, I, you know, it does give you chills because you, we, it is so important for us to realize the power of fear. Mm -hmm. Fear steals our opportunities mm -hmm. and it truly prevents us from being hidden, tapping into that full potential. Mm -hmm. Fear is a good thing when necessary, Absolutely. but if we're if we're not using it in the proper way, it, it really is a thief. It can suck. It can suck the life right out of you. You yep. know, uh, to a point of, you know, that depression or the sense that 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 or, or you question your self worth and everything. So yeah, don't let fear uh, stop you from doing what you love to do. That's right. Or want to do. And the third thing is, and we've talked about this quite a bit too. You're talking about it with your mentors, but seek wisdom. Absolutely. You know, um, it. <laughs> you you've got there's so many i was i love that um scripture that says nothing new under the sun right, <laughs> right. everything that can be done has pretty much already been done right and uh so you can find someone you know nothing is a better teacher than experience <clears throat> oh right absolutely I mean, experience those failures in your lifetime absolutely. those experiences experience hindsight 2020 absolutely. whatever you want to call it experience there's nothing there's no better teacher but the next best thing is to talk to someone mm -hmm. who has accomplished what you want to accomplish. Absolutely. Like if, Absolutely. if you know someone who successfully achieved the goal that you're working towards, why would you not Absolutely. want to talk to that person? I always say, not everybody knows everything. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but you're right. You got, you know what? You become who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you take on, those mindsets, you know, though you're taking on, you know, those ideals. It's not, it doesn't mean you have to be like that person, but it means that if you take that in, make yourself your own person, but utilize those resources. Oh, there's so many people out there that have, that are so wise in what they do, yeah. you know, and you might do things one way, but they may say, Hey, try a little bit, try this. Yeah. And all you got to be able to do is listen. Open your ears, close your lips, and listen, you know, more. You'll be amazed. At what you learn. You'll be amazed at what you learn and what the world can offer you. But I think a lot of times we let our lips do more than our ears do and everything. And I think that clouds a lot of those wonderful resources that many, many people have. So that would be my suggestion is if you're going to, you know, you, you know, Get those mentors, talk to people, get to know other people, but close your lips, open your ears, listen, because you might just hear something that might impact your life and it could be a game changer. Yeah. And the thing about seeking wisdom is there's so many ways. I mean, obviously experience is a wisdom, teaches us wisdom, M mentors, coaches, mm -hmm. meeting with people who have experienced successfully what you're trying to do. You can seek higher education, information, workshops, seminars, conferences. I mean, they're reading books, mm -hmm. self-help books. There's so much. But the great thing about wisdom is that the more you know, the more you're confident. Mm -hmm. The more you know about a subject matter, mm -hmm. the more confident you're going to mm -hmm. be in that subject matter. Right? right. And like you said, it doesn't matter if you've worked in a career your whole life. Right. I mean, I've worked, you and I, we've worked in wellness our whole lives. Right. About the same amount of years, yep. but we still learn. I mean, I still learn something every day. new every day. Right? Every day. If you stop learning, then you're in trouble. 
You know, you should, you know what? You should learn one new thing each day. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be this big, grand thing. Find one thing to learn new each day. And yeah. guess what? That's growth. That's how you're going to grow is by picking up nuggets of information and learning from it, you know, yeah. and walking away. You know, it could be, it, it, it could be the color of a wrapper, but you know what? <laughs> you learned that the, the color of the inside of this wrapper is this. You've learned Just something. something yes. That's how cognitively your brain develops is by constantly feeding the mm -hmm. information. Mm -hmm. And if you, here's the beauty of wisdom. If you seek it, you will find it. Absolutely. Right. And so, you know, those are the three things. There's plenty, but those are the three things that we really focused on this week within our I've Decided mm -hmm. community of how we can grow um, that stronger mindset. Do hard things, evaluate the situation, seek wisdom. And I'll, I want to just encourage all of you listening and tuning in. I want to say thank you. And Greg, thank you so much for being on the show. What an amazing, see, this guy's great. I could talk to <laughs> well, you all day, well, every well, day. Like well, I've had, I feel so fired up. I'm like, what, do, what can I do next? Well, my, 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 you know, I have this bad habit of just, you know, I, I just talk. <laughs> Well, maybe so that's why I'm having so, so much fun because well, we're the same. Well, thanks for keeping me on track because you talk, you, you give me on one subject matter, I can go right down this rabbit hole and oh boy, we can go a whole different direction. So thanks for having me. I yes, appreciate it. I really appreciate that. I really just appreciate your uh, feedback and all the great insight that you gave us today. Um, so I, in our community every week in the weekly winning resource, we give out a challenge. And so I just want to leave uh, you guys tuning in with this because I just think this is a great challenge for all of us. All right. Uh, what is something um, you would do if fear wasn't holding you back? So if, if, if you didn't have a fear of losing money or you, you know, fear of not having enough time or fear of what people would think or fear, fear of failure, right? What is it that kind of, you know, the little froggy that rides around on your shoulder that's like, you should do that. You should mm -hmm. do that. It'd be great. You know, what's that one thing? And so um, I really want to encourage you to evaluate the situation, mm -hmm. to really sit down and, and, and think it through. What are the pros? What are the cons? <laughs> what's the worst thing that could happen? Seek out some wisdom. Absolutely. Talk to someone who's been down the path that you're wanting to go. Get mm -hmm. some feedback from someone that's smarter than you. And, uh, you know, and just and ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the best thing that can happen? And just take some time to, to really figure it out. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe you might realize you should go for it. And, you know, the one last thing I would say, and be honest with yourself. Sometimes we try we try to fool our own selves. Yes. You know, and that and, and that creates havoc. Be honest and true to yourself, and I tell you, your fulfillment will will grow exponentially. But be honest with yourself. Yeah, that's great advice. Great advice, Greg. Greg <laughs> Everly, you guys. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank All you. right, thank you guys Thanks, for everybody. tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed. Our I've Decided podcast this week, and uh, you will tune in to our next episode coming up every week. We have an episode for you. Have a rest of a good week, I suppose. <laughs> Thanks.